From points across California, you're listening to the Disneyland edition of the Diz Unplugged. This is the Diz Unplugged Disneyland edition, episode 182 for the week of August 22nd, 2013. The Diz Disneyland edition is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, helping you plan the perfect Disney vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hello everyone and welcome to the show. I'm your host Tom Bell and I'm joined by our Disneyland team. Nancy Johnson, Mary Jo Mulatto-Willie, Michael Bowling, and Tony Spatel. In this week's show, Nancy has the next segment in her Southern California 101 series, and we talk about our favorite Disneyland music. All that plus this week's news, roundtable rapid fire, and our Disboard's Thread of the Week on this edition of the Dis Unplugged. Hello, strangers. Hey, Howdy, hi there. Hello. How is everyone doing tonight, this week, this month? It seems like forever since we've been together. Yeah, really. Chipper dipper. Doing well. Enjoyed a nice glass of wine from John Lasseter's winery. <laughs> oh, well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Michael, I want to thank you for helping out with the coverage of the expo. That You're was, welcome. That was wonderful. hope everybody got to see all that and listen to all that last week. We kind of took the a concert break. Coverage, the concert coverage was wonderful. Did anybody thank see it live? You. I saw it live on... Live on tape. <laughs> well, no, I saw it live in the other room. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Which is really interesting watching a concert like that um, with a group of people who are not in the auditorium but in the same building because oh, they okay. respond yeah, yeah, yeah. to it yeah. much differently. I was there even though I wasn't oh, on the, right. the, the overflow. podcast. I was in the overflow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was your favorite thing uh, that you saw that day? Oh you gosh! Were Saturday, right? See, I got to do a bunch of the shopping-y stuff that okay. you guys didn't talk about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I got to, you know, hit all the aerial stuff up at Sephora at oh, the okay. Sephora makeover booth, right. and and got to do that kind of stuff. Um, spent a bunch of time in consumer products, looking at all that stuff, and I'm really psyched for the new movie Frozen because it's much. You know, right now, all we're seeing about Frozen really has been the little clips of the snowman. Right. And it's really so much more of a movie Mm -hmm. um, than that. I was talking with um, a gentleman who I know who works in consumer products. You know, he works with design and developing product and stuff like that. And he was telling me a little bit more about the movie and and the movie plot. And it's pretty cool. Yeah, so I'll leave it at that, not to spoil anything for anyone. Mm-hmm. But it's about sisters, though. It, yeah. It's a movie of the heart about sisters. Aww. Sounds good. Yeah. So I'm excited about that. And they're sisters who who are very different. Well, most so, sisters are. Yeah. <laughs> so what did you find out about Once Upon a Time? Oh, oh yes, we went to the Tom and I went to the Once Upon a Time showcase, and we got to see um, a 19-minute um, sort of pre-pilot for Once Upon a Time in Wonderland, and that was pretty astoundingly amazing. And it's going to start out in Storybrooke um, with the Knave of Hearts. And the, the thing that the bugged me love about the that, way they cut that. I the, love the way they cut that. The thing that bugged me about that presentation is, was as if. 
most of you already heard all this, but we're going to go through it anyway, because it's been at the Comic-Con, it's been here and been there, and you talked about it here. And it's like- Everybody's seen the original preview with, with Alice in the Sanatorium, but they'd never seen it cut. With the new footage, no, I'm just they, I'm just talking about I'm just talking about the conversations with the creators. Oh well, like, yeah. Like well, that's because they had a whole bunch of wantsers and evil regals and and ugly ducklings and hookers in the room. <laughs> oh my gosh, wow. I have no idea what these words and, mean. And, I, and I'm not going to even ask. Does anybody else? Have <laughs> Those any? are all the different <laughs> fan groups for the major characters. Ah, okay. Does anybody have any housekeeping? Yay, who does that doll belong to? That's the one thing we didn't get to say. Who does the doll belong to? I stopped caring. Okay. Um, oh, <laughs> I have a... Tonight, you were yeah. so into that presentation. No, not so much. Mary Jo? Um, while you guys are talking about the D23, I just wanted to thank everybody who came out to our Disc Meet that we had the Thursday night before. Um, we Some friends that we've had for a while and some new people... Uh, came and it was so nice to meet names that we've seen on, or at least that I've seen on the boards. Yeah. And some um, podcast listeners came up too. You know, the original Filipina, and um, I don't want to try naming on everybody. Yeah. Huh. I can think of them in my mind. But you guys will kill me if I try to name everybody. But <laughs> thank you again. I. And uh, I, yeah, I, I, I was really great start to having them. I was really surprised how many people showed up. Yeah, yeah. there were a lot. Yep. So, so I think we. Yeah. Should. I wished I could have been there. I was the only one who wasn't there. No, oh, I was Tony, there. Tony and I. Yep. Yeah, we missed the both of you um, at the and, meet. And there it, were a lot of other Dizzers that weren't able to come to the meet that were at the expo. Cause this was my first sort of event I've been to since becoming a member of the podcast team. And so I can't. It, it's an interesting experience. People coming up to you. <laughs> I, I mean, you've all experienced this. Coming up to you saying. I know your voice. Are you Michael Bowling? I mean, it happened to me the whole weekend. And it was just so touching that people make us such a part of their lives. We're a part of their drive. We're a part of their their day at work. We're a part of their evening when they relax. And so many people told us how much they look forward to Thursdays. It was so touching and humbling that, that, that people welcome us into their lives. The way they do. I mean, it, it was really, it really re-energized me nice. in a way. I mean, we all work so hard to make this, you know, a really quality podcast. But t- to meet people that are, you know, listening and that that that, that consider us friends, it just—I don't know—it was a very moving, yeah. moving experience for me. See, I, 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 I get recognized that one time, other than at the meet, the one time right after the Sherman Mankin concert. So somebody was walking behind us and said, aren't you Tom? Like, yeah. How do you know me? But, really but that's cool. nice. Yeah. And I, I think that um, we should definitely have more Dismeets. So well, yeah. keep, keep, keep an eye up on the boards, people. Yeah, definitely. definitely. Yeah, I mean, I'm just so grateful that that people welcome us into their lives as and they And let do. me ask you another thing. Um did you find that having the meet before the expo helped Dizzers find each other uh, during the expo? Because I saw some that were tag teaming, waiting for lines, and I thought that was really nice that they were. Well, able and, I, and I ran into Stacy yeah. later in the expo, mm-hmm. and we chatted for a bit. And I wouldn't have recognized her had had it not been for the meet. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of cool. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, big definitely. shout out to Stacy. I had lunch with her and and the gang and had a good time. That's cool. All right, anybody else have uh, housekeeping? I just want to let folks know that by the time this show airs, I'm going to be in Walt Disney World with my oh, wife, Carol. I know, we'll be at Animal Kingdom. <laughs> and and we're, having, we're having a wonderful time. <laughs> and, <laughs> and and then we'll be on. We'll also be on the Disc Cruise 1.0. Oh, how fun! Yeah, yeah. So we'll be at Disney. We're leaving. Well, we'll arrive at Disney World on Wednesday of this week, and so we'll already Feel free be there. To stalk him. Yes, yes. Please do. <laughs> and then we'll be on he the Disc Cruise. He likes that sort Cruise. of thing. I know, yes. And then we'll be on the Diz Cruise, and then we'll be at Disney World until Labor Day when we when we return home. So I hope, you know, people will come up and say hello, and I'm really looking forward to it. It'll be a lot of fun. Nice. Especially Which the stocking. He always really on? looking forward to that. Yes. <laughs> is, is it the Oasis of the Seas? I think yeah, so. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's mm-hmm. Royal Caribbean. I'm so out of touch with what's going on. Carol's yeah, yeah, just yeah. totally in charge oh. of it. You know. <laughs> oh, hey, here's well, something I forgot to mention is housekeeping. Okay. Um, if Michael's done, which he is. Sure. <laughs> um, congratulations to the Disneyland cast member. Canoe Race is celebrating 50 years. Wow. Yeah. And in celebration, and we, can, we went on the canoes this last weekend. And they can go around the island in four minutes. Oh, my gosh. Yep. I couldn't do that I, I, unless I, got, I had an outboard motor on yeah, my I got, t- I got tired by the time we got to Hungry Bear. Yeah. How many of you guys <laughs> like to go on the canoes? I love the canoes. I love the canoes. I go I, on all the I, Typically, yeah, but this last time I got splashed a lot by my son, and the canoe, the, 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 the person in front wasn't very entertaining. Usually they're really funny, and she yeah. really wasn't. She was just doing going through the motions. Wow. I think, I think the cast members do make it, your experience a yeah, better. Yeah. I mean, they really do. Yeah. We did get to go up to the top of the Mark Twain that trip done on that same day, so it was kind of. I haven't done yeah. that. After, after you do that, you know, everything else is just. Yeah, that's it. I got to steer the ship, the yeah. Mark Twain. Yeah. And pull the horn. Yeah. Pull the whistle. Yeah, yeah, yeah West, that was West cool. Was pulling the whistle yeah. and bringing the book. And then write your name in the book, which will be kept for posterity. Yes. Yes. And get a little certificate. Yep. I didn't get the certificate. <laughs> oh, man, you should see the guns on the team that won. Oh, you're talking about the... Yes, okay, sorry. Oh. The, 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 muscle, the muscle men that drive the canoes. Oh, my God, you should see the guns on these guys. <laughs> Any other housekeeping before Nancy has to fan her? No, I'm just saying, I'm just saying. They, they, you can see why they did it in under four minutes, man. Wow. I love that tradition that they have. It is because you know when the canoes left Florida, it was kind of sad because it seemed like races though, huh? Yeah, I know they still do the races, but it's not like you know they're on a more even keel. Nobody gets to practice every day. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) Uh, Don't forget chat night Wednesday nights nine p.m. If you want to get a hold of us, email you can email us at dlpodcast.wdwinfo.com. If you want to find links to all our shows, all our classic episodes, that's disunplugged.com, and that's links to all our shows and anything we talk about. Any other housekeeping before we keep if we go on? No, I'm going to save mine for Michael's Rapid Fire. Okay, cool. All right, let's head over to Tony with the news. Disneyland area getting 14 new hotels. That's an increase of 19% at 3,770 more rooms planned. 
A flurry of new hotels will soon pop up around Disneyland, adding a staggering 90% more rooms in a district that had been dormant for a half dozen years. Developers plan to build over 3,700 rooms in an expansion and 14 new hotels. The first new hotel will open as early as December. Tourism and development officials say the industry is bouncing back after the session now that the financial market has loosened up and hoteliers are able again to get loans. An added bonus to the Anaheim Garden Grove swath near the two Disney parks, the popularity of the $1.1 billion upgrade of Disney California Adventure with its new Cars Land that opened last summer. Further, the Anaheim Convention Center, the largest such facility on the West Coast, has continued to expand and may do so again soon. A Garden Grove... Okay. A Garden Grove water park just down the street from Disneyland expects to break ground later this year. It's an exciting time to be in Anaheim with the growth and opportunities and the momentum we have, said Jay Burris, president of the Anaheim Orange County Visitor and Convention Bureau. We have to capitalize on it and take advantage of these good times. Tourism, of course, means big bucks to the city's coffers. Hotel bed taxes make up the biggest chunks of the budgets of both Anaheim and Garden Grove. Already the area has roughly 20,000 rooms. Years ago, it was supposed to be like this. In 2007, a similar number of hotel plans were pitched in Anaheim. Some rooms were built on the Garden Grove side of Harbor Boulevard, but Anaheim's hotel pipeline dried up. The last new lodge to open was the Worldmark Anaheim Timeshare in 2008. For years, some lots have sat untouched, until recently. Now, two corners at Harbor Boulevard and Catella Avenue, the main intersection near Disneyland, were raised and await new hotels with drugstores. Anaheim officials approved in 2008 a new Marriott Spring Hill Suites for Ball Road. Now, finally, it is under construction and due to open in December. As soon as the market tanked, financing was virtually impossible to get. That was a bit of a roadblock, and we were just waiting for the economy to get better before we started, said Karan Patel, president of DKN Hotels, which is developing the Marriott. It's basically pent-up demand now because there's been no new supply for a long time, he explained. Most of the product in Anaheim is old. There's an opportunity for new hotels. As of June, the Anaheim Garden Grove area had a 10% jump in hotel room revenue over the year before. Hotels are charging an average of $124 per room, according to Smith Travel Research. It's really up nationwide, Burris said of tourism. We just happen to be doing exceptionally well. Of course, much of the tourism for this area is generated by Disneyland and adjacent Disney California Adventure, which together had more than 23 million guests last year. So, there you go. Yay, more rooms. Do you think this is also connected to the planned expansion of the Anaheim Convention Center? Hmm. I would think it would have to be because I saw one of the the areas that look like they're going to be building up is over by the Jolly Roger, which is right yeah. next to the Anaheim Convention yeah, both, Center. Yeah, both of those corners are next to the, is it the Red Lion there? And that one's across the street. Yeah. Well, but the, there's a, there's, the, the, both, both, uh, southern corners of, of Catella and, and Harbor have fences around them ready to, ready for construction. Yeah, I was wondering what was happening. So thank you, Tony. No problem. That's what he's here for. And, yes, and, <laughs> and. He's not just another pretty face. He's hard news. Well, Sorry, go ahead. We call him hard news, Tony. And now your fluff story. <laughs> okay. John, not my flea, my fluff story. John Stamos promised a teen amputee a date to Disneyland. Aww. Full House star John Stamos helped lift the spirits of a 19-year-old quadruple amputee, Caitlin Dobro, who visited the courageous teen in her hospital room and promised to take her on a Disneyland date when she's ready. 
Aww. Hanging out with my girls, Caitlin, at Kristen Kitty. We're planning our trip to at Disneyland. Stamos posted on his Twitter account underneath a photo of him sitting on the hospital bed next to Dobro and her best friend, Kristen Kidd. Dobro, who had to have both legs and arms amputated during her battle with a deadly bacterial infection. Oh, my gosh. Meningosomia? Meningitis, first part. Oh, oh I, uh, whatever. And a, a bad, in a bad, uh, a bad thing has been in an orange had been in Orange County, California hospital since February, where she had undergone twelve surgeries in addition to multiple skin grafts in order wow. to save her life. That word is a fast-moving bacterial infection of the bloodstream that is linked to meningitis. Dobro was an avid dancer, kickboxer, boxer, and gym rat before the infection came on practically overnight, according to New York's Daily News. Stamos, an Orange County native, later posted another photo on his Instagram account of himself sitting alongside the teen who was wearing appropriately enough a Minnie Mouse shirt. His message, I'm only doing this because they asked. I said no press, but this story is a must-read, plus me and Katie have a date to Disneyland. That date may come very soon. According to the Caring for Katie Facebook page, Dobro was able to sit in a wheelchair for the first time in July, and she toured the hospital, which features a view of Disneyland. So, John Stamos. He's an awesome guy. He really is. Good good guy and Disneyland fan. And it's meningococcemia. Thank you. I hadn't read that part of the story to know what she actually had. Sorry. It's always good to see stars who give back. Yeah. Fans. I wonder if you can on Google Earth see his Disneyland sign. <laughs> if you know where he lives, I suppose, Starker. I've actually been there, so I've seen where he lives, and yes. Starker. Was that I, on I your way was. to your to your neighbor hey, Tarantino's house? <laughs> no. Oh, Quentin, I go way back, but he's uh, a. <laughs> um, I was actually with another fellow Disner, Disner uh, Karen Young. We were driving Mulholland, Ro- Mulholland Road, and she looks up and she says, "Hey, that's a Disneyland D up there, up on the hill." Eek! I hit the brakes, backed up on Mulholland Road, and we started taking pictures like crazy, but. Yeah, so I know where he lives. And and she told him in New York that she actually saw where he lives, and I think he was slightly creeped out by that. Slightly. <laughs> <I can't really laughs> imagine. <laughs> and, if you, and if you'd like one of those tours, you can email Mary Jo at www.info.com. <laughs> hey, man, you're the only one of us that's ever been to the bathroom with him, so. That's a whole nother story. <laughs> All right, thank you, Tony. That's the news. Yes, that's the news. I thought you were saying that's the news. Period. No, no, I was. I was. I think he's trying to backtrack out of that last one. That last one. All right, time for rapid fire. Let's start with Michael. Okay, well, the Walt Disney Family Museum has a special exhibition that just opened and is through February 3rd, 2014. This is called "Water to Paper, Paint to Sky: The Art of Tyrus Wong." At the age of 102. Tyrus Wong is the oldest living um, Chinese American artist. He uh, this retrospective features more than 150 works, uh, including paintings, sculptures, works on paper, painted scarves, kites, and more. Um, although he never met Walt Disney, it was his ethereal beauty of Wong's Eastern-influenced paintings that caught Walt's eye, and it became the inspiration for the animated feature Bambi, which changed the way animation art was presented and continues to be an inspiration to contemporary artists. Uh, If you remember, prior to Bambi, 
uh, you know, Snow White and Pinocchio were very realistic, but Walt realized that with Bambi, that they just didn't have the money to make the backgrounds, you know, so starkly realistic, all those forest scenes. So he saw the works of Tyrus Wong and, and, and it, it's very, um, you know, Chinese influenced with, uh, you know, where Tyrus uh, would just give a hint through just a few brush strokes of of a whole forest scene and so that that lent itself to those lush um, backgrounds of Bambi and even today uh, uh, when they were doing um, when when Pixar artists were preparing um, the backgrounds for finding Nemo they realized you know how are we going to do a whole background of an ocean they went back and looked at Tyrus Wong's artwork for Bambi, and they use that as an inspiration for the backgrounds of Finding Nemo. So I'm really excited about this exhibit because he is one of my favorite artists. This is someone that if you want to have Disney art in your home, but you don't want it to be overt, this is the kind of art that you could have in your home and, and truly be, um, you know, an artistic, you know, something of beauty. You know, up there. So this is going to be at the museum. It's going to be part of it, regular admission until February 3rd. There's also going to be some other activities going on at the museum in conjunction with this. For instance, uh, the mu- the film of the month will be Bambi that you can see um, daily in August. And it's it's great to see these classic films, you know, on a larger screen because we just don't have those opportunities every day. Also, they're going to have spotlight talks um, from Friday through Sunday, August 23rd to 25th at 11 a.m., 1 and 3 p.m., where they're going to talk about the artwork of Disney legend Tyrus Wong in this special exhibition hall. And that's free for um, museum members or with museum admission. So I think just as people made a special trip to see the Snow White exhibit, uh, this Tyrus Wong exhibit, I think, is worth a, a special trip to see, especially if you've never been to the museum or you've been contemplating a return. So we'll have a link to this, more information about this exhibit in our show notes. Thank you, Michael. Hey, hey. I actually now it's time for my little housekeeping that that I promised. Okay, I had asked you guys promised whatever. I had asked you guys um, a couple days ago in a message. Can either one of you tell me what the kids' educational activity area at the Autry, which we talked about? Oh, so you didn't tell us that part. Yeah, you didn't didn't say that part. You're very vague. And the Walt Disney Family Museum have in common. And now, can you guess? No. It's Tyrus Wong, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, the Kids Educational Activity Area in um, the Autry Museum is based on a Chinese family's um, 100-year journey coming from China, settling in America 100 years ago, and onward. And it's a great biography called On Gold Mountain. Um, and the exhibit at the Autry has um, has play areas, which are the, which is the C family's house, their um, Chinese restaurant, their um, their art trading companies, and 
Lisa C., the author's grandfather, Eddie, was actually close friends with um, Tyrus Wong and actually hosted at the Fong Si On co- um, Company, um, that family's company, hosted his first big um, art exhibition. And in fact, they did many art exhibitions with them, and they were all good friends as young as young people. So, I thought that was a really cool little tie-in. Cool. And if you actually read on Gold Mountain um, by Lisa C, they've got a wonderful section, and Tyrus tells a lot of his family story, and he is hysterical because she basically dictated out. His con- his stream of consciousness conversation about um, his childhood, and it is, like I said, really entertaining. And he seems like he was a heck of a guy. Yeah, he talks about his early art career and stuff like that. Yeah, I, I've met him, and he's a remarkable man. I mean, he's 102, and yeah. he's still wow. and he's still active. He's still an active artist. And even after Disney, he went on and worked. I believe it was for Warner Brothers. Uh, he went to more, you know, went from fantasy yeah. to realism, and he worked. Oh gosh, he worked like on PT one hundred nine and April in Paris and Sands of Iwo Jima and Anti Mame, and and he especially liked. Uh, and he worked on a lot of the John Wayne westerns. And he also did a lot of work for the WPA. Yeah, yeah. Congress administration. So I mean, he's a remarkable man. So, yeah. So. All right. Thank you for that hijack, yeah. Nancy. Uh, Mary Jo. No problem. <laughs> Well, over in Disneyland, um, although it's not a big refurbishment, Indiana Jones has undergone a slight change so that when you go in and you look in Mara's eyes... Oh, don't look in her some, eyes. Sorry. You know, you're not supposed to, but when you've got... How many people are in those cars? Like Twelve. Somebody's going to look. people? Somebody's, Somebody's going to look. look. Wow. They do it every single time. <laughs> She's mesmerizing. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but, um... There's something new there um, when you go on Indiana Jones. So they had a kind of like a little um, preview for annual pass holder, but that's over. So everybody has to stand in line as Aww. like everybody else now to to get in the. Hey, go early and get your fast pass. Yeah. Just don't leave the area. So it's just the 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 refurb was just that and the entrance or not the entrance, but the first room. Yes. Whatever you, the 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 three different three different doors, whatever those doors turn out to be. Nicely said. Something. And Mara nice. has a different voice now, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Scary. And they've also, um, you know, they've they've been working on and off on this attraction throughout the summer, so they've improved some of the effects. Um, there were some things that weren't working before, and so I think they've got this attraction kind of up to snuff right now. So They didn't bring Let back us- my favorite effect. Remember when they used to have the big blocks? They were, the, they were ice blocks, actually, but you didn't know they were ice blocks, that fell when you were in the main room going across the bridge, and they fell as if the room was collapsing. They fell into the water. That was a water. long time ago. That was like the first year. And then the ice machines stopped working, and they've never repaired them. <laughs> but oh it was a gosh. great effect. It was an incredible effect. Yeah, they had such great um, plans when they first opened. Of course, the lines were four hours back in those days. Yeah. yeah. But, um, well, it was kind of worth it. But still, it's an awesome attraction. It's still mm-hmm. one of the best ones out there. 
Oh yeah. And um, let us know what you guys think about the new, the new and the softer Mara effects. <laughs> All right, thank you, Mary Jo. <laughs> I will go next. This one's gonna be quick. I don't know if anybody has noticed at the Dole Whip stand or the, the Tiki Bar, Tiki Juice stand, they have a new sipper that's available with um, with filled with pineapple juice, a little plastic Tiki hmm. God with a straw. Uh, souvenir, tiki souvenir sipper with pineapple juice for eight forty nine while supplies last, and they look really cool. Kind of mm. like, kind of like the stuff you get at um, Trader Sam's, but it's just, it's plastic and you know with the lid and stuff, so kids can not spill pineapple juice all over the mm. place. But oh, that is cool. I thought they were really cool. They were I saw them sitting there on the on the counter, and I'm like, hey, I haven't heard about those or seen those, so I thought I would mention it on the podcast. So I took a picture before you. Now that you mentioned those, before you go to the next person for um, rapid yeah. fire, yes. um, to tie in, you know, I was in the Disney Anna store, and there's a lot of tiki room, um, right, little sculptures and and figurines, etc. That Kevin Kidney and Jody Daly designed uh-huh. that you can buy over there that are really cool. And so I just kind of wanted to bring up that you know Kevin Kidney's really involved in the historical society in Anaheim, and they've brought they're bringing back um, an old tradition in Anaheim, which is the Anaheim Halloween Parade. And by the time this airs, I'll already have gone to a, a little um, dinner that they're going to have where he's going to put on a presentation. But on October 26th, for people who are maybe coming into the Disneyland um, Park and maybe that night they're not going to be at Disneyland, nearby Anaheim's going to be having um, their annual Halloween parade and it's a big to do it used to be televised um, and they're trying to bring back the old production of this parade so how fun cool yeah keep tuned stay tuned not keep tuned alright awesome thank you for that hijack um, Nancy's <laughs> turn hey, hey for those of you who are Highly anticipating the opening of the Market House Starbucks mm-hmm. inside Disneyland in aren't, September. Well, aren't, aren't we all? Um, it doesn't say when in September, but it says in mm-hmm. September. Yep, that's news. They are adding two new kiosks of Starbucks um, in downtown Disney. And one of them is going to be in front of the west entrance to World of Disney. That's, it's actually going to be the, the Blink by Wet Seal store. Yes. I was just getting about to say that. I'm sorry. That wasn't in the story, so I just wanted to make sure. Actually, it's going to be, yes. Well, that's interesting because they're saying that, um, oh, it's going to actually be the Wet Seal store? Yes. Okay. Okay. It does not say that in this article. No, so there it does we go. Not. Thank That's you, Mr. Tom. Mm-hmm. Um, and the second will be a kiosk location in a random place that they are not mentioning. So, this begs the interesting question, ooh, they're going to do some damage to La Brea. (laughs) Oh, yeah, they are. Do do people use that for coffee? Well, you go go and you get bread, bread and, you know, pastry and a coffee? Yeah. Heck yeah. I mean, my my husband's used it before for lattes occasionally. Um, But yeah, so that'll be interesting. Yeah. That'll be interesting. And a reminder. I mean, there's still those folks out there that don't enjoy Starbucks, so. Yeah, there are. So, I mean, it'll still be Librea for you if you want, but yay. So, new Starbucks. Cool. 
Okay. All right. Thank you, Nancy. Uh, Tony. Okay. Because they listen to the podcast and <laughs> Tom and my, and and I think Tom and I single handedly, mm-hmm. hopefully, are responsible <laughs> for the fact that there's going to be a new chef at Disney's PCH Grill. Maybe you and left. Well, yeah. my question is, didn't they just change every like? Yeah, that's why we did the review. I think wasn't it? Yeah, and obviously it wasn't working, and then they've got a new one. Mm-hmm. So, um, after a few years working with catering, Mark Buon is excited to be back in a restaurant kitchen at Disney's PCH Grill at Disney's Paradise Pier Hotel at the Disneyland Resort. The food before was crap. I'm going to fix it. <laughs> I just, like love that he was so straightforward. No, he didn't say that. I was just hoping that's what he would have said. Um, he says he loves trying something different and sharing discoveries with the team. In his first two months at Disney's PCH Grill, he's not reinventing the menu. Oh, boo. But he's added a new favorite, the PCH Mesa Burger, a one-third pound Angus burger topped with pepper jack cheese, roasted Anaheim chili, barbecue sauce, and an onion ring served on a hefty pretzel roll. Wow. That's Looks a lot good. Of stuff on a roll. Okay. I know. And I'm, I'm hoping I can, if you eat it, that it won't squirt out everywhere, but obviously they think of that. I hate when that happens. <laughs> the Cal... The California native says he's also hoping to add more seasonal dishes to the menu and describes his culinary style as melting pot. He loves the idea of taking a childhood favorite and serving it with a modern twist to trigger great childhood memories. Watch for new dishes on PCH menu as Chef Mark settles in. Then they ask him some questions, his favorite dishes to prepare, some Filipino dishes such as chicken adobo and tacos with everything made from scratch. Um... Also, anything sautéed, he loves the action of using a sauté pan. His favorite spice, it's a tie between cumin and paprika. Interesting. Um, Yeah, you run a restaurant. If your spouse said their favorite spice, which one would you say? Or a newly, that was going for the whole newlywed game thing. Uh, For his family, he cooks meatloaf with garlic mashed potatoes. And if he wasn't a chef, what would he be? A doctor. His mom was a doctor, and he would like to follow in her footsteps. Now, I do like this. Your secret culinary indulgence. I hope that this is going to be everywhere on the menu. Bacon is good with anything. I like this guy already. Yeah, I know. I just hope that the menu changes, and it's good. But it Did they say where he was before catering? No. No. Hmm. Hmm. Well, I mean, he doesn't have to reinvent the menu. Just make the... Food on the make menu. it better. Yeah, make it good. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you, Tony. Time for the thread of the week. Week, week, week. Mary Jo. <laughs> Boy, that was this weak. week. I know that was week. <laughs> we need a good strong intro. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. This week we chose things to do on non-Disney days. This comes to us from Wildflower three twenty nine, who's pretty new to the Diz, but she asks. We are headed to Disneyland in November and arrive early in the day on our first day at the Long Beach Airport and leave in the late afternoon on our last day. We will already have four-day park hoppers, so we're looking for other things to do in our arrival and departure. I think we may do the Aquarium of the Pacific one of the days. Any other ideas? And before I read the responses on the thread, I wanted to go around our virtual room across the state. And ask you guys, what would you... (laughs) It's a big room. And ask you guys... What would you recommend that they do either on arrival or departure day? Well, I think they need to go through and listen to Nancy's series on Southern California 101. I'm sorry. There we go. I, I was going to say the same thing. She's she's going to have one on Orange County. So yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. 
right there. Um, so there's so many different things you could do. It just depends on what your interests are. You know, tailor to yourself. But we, she needs ideas so that she can pick yes. what. We'll start with what you're interested in. If you absolutely hate the thought of sitting in an open-air bus with a bunch of strangers who possibly have stalker qualities. <laughs> I was um, going to arrest records, but okay, that works too. <laughs> stalker qualities, you may not, you may not want to go on a Hollywood sightseeing tour. <laughs> I well, mean, okay. it's, they're coming in November, so yeah. it gets earlier. So. so they may want to look at holiday, you know, holiday things. You know, they may think of their vacation as a time to, um, or, or is it you have time to relax where you maybe go yeah. to the movies or go bowling or just enjoy downtown Disney? Shop for, you know, other things that they'd want for Christmas presents besides Disney items. Check the concert schedule at yep. House of Blues. Or heck, even check the theater or concert schedules at the Orange County Performing Arts Center. Uh-huh. Oh, nice. Another, another good thing. So, you know, it take what you really love and then base some, you know, listen to our Southern California 101 series and pick something off of that. Or ignore us completely and do whatever the heck you want to do. <laughs> That's well, what most people they have do, a, but... They have a five-year-old and a two-and-a-half-year-old, so they, she's not... The in- Discovery Cube... The Discovery Cube just down the five freeway, a few exits from Disneyland is a great kids science museum for all ages of kids. They always have some really fun exhibit. Um, they do not have posted what they'll have in November yet, but I'm sure it'll be something fun. Right now they've got a, a Lego castle building exhibit. Oh, cool. So, and that's interactive, different. right? Yeah, that's all hands-on, have fun, lots of really great things. And we'll talk more about them on the science, uh, I mean, on the uh, 101 Orange County. Okay. Tony, do you have any ideas, suggestions? For nothing that's earth-shattering other than what they said. I mean, really, I mean, for the day you come in, I, I, the problem is I always think of, uh, I just always say, I always go back to downtown Disney, but that doesn't really count. Um, no, I can't, I hate to be so, like, not give you anything new, but when the experts on this podcast have so much <laughs> great things to share, I don't oh, want to just Orange copy Cash. them. Go, go for it. Well, well, no, I mean, I would, no, you're there to do Disneyland, go to Disneyland, like, now it's something like, but, I don't know, you go to Newport Beach. That's another good one. Oh, November, November, we get well, some really hot days, too. Well, but we those, it's just those. the beach. I mean, that's like, when I say go to the beach, it doesn't mean you have to go in the water. Oh, okay. Just see it, you know? Yep. I mean, I mean, take off. Just remember, if you're going to take off your socks and shoes, roll your pants up very high and don't chance it every third wave coming well, in w- this big one. <laughs> I wouldn't go in the water in November. I would just go look at it. Well, you can still get your ankles wet, but keep Reason. in mind... If you forget about the every third rule, <laughs> you're going to be changing clothes. Nice. You're going to be looking think, for the Walmart. I didn't know about that rule. Yeah, I think Leah and David did that with their kids too. When they uh, were coming to Disneyland, they had to stop by the beach and let their kids run and get wet a little bit, just so they could say they touched the ocean. Speaking of Leah, so, make sure you check out the blog because she's still 
updating, posting updates about her trip, so. Those I'm are having few. so much fun reading yeah. them. Yeah. Um, Michael, what about you? Do you have any, um, what, what would you recommend mm-hmm. for either the last day or the day they get there? So the last day is going to be something in the morning, right? And then the day they get there was something not so early. I don't know. I would say go to where it all began. Go to Griffith Park, ride the carousel that Walt watched his daughters on. It sparked the idea for Disneyland. Go to, and then go over to Walt's barn and, you know. Just love trains. Yep, ride yep. the little model trains. I mean, and, and that's, you know, go see where Walt worked on his trains at his home and, um, you know, talk with the folks there. And, you know, oh, get update. a little, get a little bit of history. Update also- that road is, uh, that road is fully open now alongside nice. the trains. So there's no, cause last time I remember we talked about it on the show, you said it was blocked or somebody said they went by there and it was blocked and yeah, it's fully open now. So yay. Also don't forget about maybe trying Goofy's Kitchen for the day you get there or, or the day or the morning you leave or Storytellers in the morning you leave. That's a nice yeah, one. Yeah, plan breakfast. a good meal. Plan a good meal I'm that's just talking relaxed. Ca- character breakfast. Yeah. Or character meal. Something and you can relax they, and enjoy. Yeah. And and once they check in, you know, even if they're not going to go to the parks that day, they can go to the pool and play. Mm-hmm. Um, a couple of people had some other ideas where they said um, the California Science Center, um, where the Endeavor is in L.A., yep. if they're going to be at the LAX. Well, they're coming in Long Beach Airport, so it's not um, as close. close. But still, they could do that. Somebody else said um, Mrs. Knott's Kitchen. Have a chicken dinner over there. Yeah, um, they might want to do that, which I still think we 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 got to do that when you when we get the whole team in again because that's a lot of fun. And there's some other suggestions on on this thread. So if you'd like to read some suggestions, or more importantly, if you want to add some suggestions and contribute to this discussion, please go to um, the thread. It'll be linked in our show notes. Awesome at designplug.com. That link in there. All right, thank you, Mary Jo. <laughs> <laughs> that is going to do it for this segment of the Diz Unplugged. Be sure to catch all our other Disneyland segments this week. And of course, we'll be back again with you next week. Until then, remember, Disneyland is always magical when it's shared. Thanks for listening. Mm-hmm.